Hello, 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 sweet friends, and welcome to Moving Into Light. This is episode 112. If you are new here, welcome and thank you for finding me. This is just my space on the internet or cyberspace to share the tips and the tools and all the things that I do and the things that I share with my family and my clients to help us all move into light and stay out of the dark. And so I always say we get exactly what we need as we need it, and I truly believe this is the case. So if you are finding me today new, welcome. I hope that whatever it is you are searching for or seeking, you find in today's podcast episode. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for hopping back on and giving it another shot today. It was kind of a on and off again thing for a while there. Through the summer, my recording has not been extremely regular, but I'm hoping now that we are back into the fall season, I can get back to recording for every Friday. So I want to dive in today to a topic that I touched on once before. It probably will not resonate with everyone, but if it resonates with you, wonderful, then I'm sure that's what you're here for. If it doesn't resonate, you can give it a listen or you can just keep kind of listening and scroll on by and find something else to listen to. I want to dive into the idea and the topic of light children today. And this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart for a whole host of reasons. If you've been a longtime listener or you know me in person, you know that I have seven children. My oldest is 31. My youngest is four, and no, I did not birth all seven of them. (laughs) Um, I have three amazing sons, and then I have three stepchildren, one stepson and two stepdaughters, and then I have a little guy who is four that came to me many, many months ago, um, and we adopted when he was two, and so I have a whole host of light children to kind of look at and examine and process and watch them unfold and awaken and process and see what they do and why. However, they are not my only um, specimens that I study. (laughs) It sounds like I'm in a laboratory. I'm not. I love kids. I love teaching. I love the educational process and I love watching the little awakenings that occur with raising kids. And over the years, for 21 years, I was in the classroom, so I had a lot of one-on-one kid time. And then when I left the regular public school or private school, whatever, classrooms, I started really dipping in my toes into homeschooling and diving into the philosophies behind it, what is unschooling, what is homeschooling, what does that all look like, and how does it work, and how do kids react to it? And so... Over the years, there has been a lot of investigation on what works, what doesn't work, what makes sense, what doesn't make sense. And then you throw in the topic of light children. And several years ago, probably 2014, I connected with a guide, Joshua. And this guide, Joshua, was with me for several years, very closely working with me and teaching me about light children. And maybe the term light children for you is a little bit unnerving, but for me, it simply means that they are children who came onto the planet, very connected to source energy, and they have a definitive plan or purpose. And it is usually one of a very spiritual nature. 
And for a while, that was a little bit unnerving. You know, we talk about um, indigo kids. We talk about rainbow children. We talk about crystal children. If those terms are new or unfamiliar, unfamiliar to you, I invite you to look them up. Do a little bit of research about the timelines of which kids are born onto the planet during what years and, and what that means. Um, from my own research, I know that there's, there's a lot of gray areas. I was trying to figure out how to say that best. There's a lot of gray areas with what people believe about um, when these people have come onto the planet. And there's a lot of crossover. So do your own research and resonate with whatever feels like truth to you. <clears throat> Having said all of that, <clears throat> excuse me. Having said all of that, I believe that every human soul who incarnates onto the planet does so for a specific reason. Does so with a purpose, does so with a timeline, and it makes sense to that individual soul. And what I want to talk today about are these light children that are probably under the age of 18 or so. So really falling into the category of being children. Um, I look at my own kids um, as my kids, but they're not really children. They're in their 20s and 30s. And then I have my four-year-old. Um, but what I have noticed is that there is a very definitive shift going on on the planet with kids, with young people lately. And maybe you've seen it. I know that I was a child growing up in the 70s and early 80s. I didn't know a single child who didn't eat meat or claim to be vegetarian or vegan. Now, there are a lot of young people who are choosing not to eat meat. Doesn't seem like a big thing in and of itself, but when we look further into this kind of thing, there's a lot of it. I look at the children who, again, we're talking about under 18 or so right now. I look at the sensitivity levels. They truly are tapped in to the life force energy, to God energy, to spirit, to the spiritual realm. There's a, an empathy. There's a sensitivity that I know was not prevalent when I was a child in the 70s and 80s. We just did not see that. And I feel like it's very, very important that we take note of these things and we let it register and we digest it and we try to figure out why. And like I said, I'd worked with this guide, Joshua, and he has been giving me for years bits of insight so that I could fully understand these kids that are coming onto the planet right now. And I was always grateful for that because I adopted. You know, at 50, our adoption was finalized and I had a two-year-old, right? And so I needed to make sure that my thinking wasn't outdated and that my way of viewing these, these children was current and up to date. And I had a lot of questions because I wanted to do things differently um, with my adoptive child than I did with my biological children who were all born in the 90s, right? Um, it really isn't an issue of whether they were born naturally or adopted or whatever, but it's the timeline that matters. It's the time and the space of their incarnation onto the planet. I have... Um, 
really spent a lot of time diving into this topic of light children. And I deal with light. I help people move into light. My podcast is called Moving Into Light. Um, light is a big part of, of what I do and how I process. My 30-day my thirty day channel series right now that I'm posting on my website is Find Your Light. That was gifted to me. It was channeled. It was not a decision I made that said, oh, let me call this series Find Your Light. No. If you know me and you've been around for a while, you know I don't operate that way. I take my guidance and my wisdom very seriously. But light is a part of it in a lot of ways. And so studying light children is also part of this. One of the things that my guide came through with a while ago was the idea of sexual identity. And right now we are in a time of shifting with transgender children, homosexual children that that are children who are finding new ways to um, describe their sexuality and their identity. And all of these things are, and I'm using air quotes, are considered new. A new way of thinking about sexuality and identity and gender. And I was like, in my mind, I was thinking, why? Explain to me why. And this was the question I posed out to my guides and basically my answer is this and I'm going to share it with you if it resonates as truth for you fine if it does not that's okay too there is no judgment but I'm just sharing my um, revelations what comes through for me and then you can see if it fits for you these children who are coming through are less programmed they come in with less programming than my generation certainly did. And they're coming in freer to be living a life that is more in alignment with God energy. And I believe, and this is my personal belief, that spirits on the other side, that angels, that all of these entity beings don't really deal in terms of gender or identity, right? Angels can take on any, any identity, any gender. It's very fluid. Here on the planet, we're born with male parts or female parts, and then we are supposed to act accordingly. And the children coming through are really doing it differently. And people who are my generation and older are really struggling in some ways to wrap their head around, what does this mean? What does it look like? And for me, I have been guided to the idea that they are much closer to spiritual beings than we are because they can become very fluid with their sexual identity, with their gender, with their likes and dislikes. They are not as pre-programmed in this area. And I hope that makes sense to you. Whether you agree or disagree, it doesn't really matter. But I feel like this very sensitive segment of the population is here to bring about change. They're here to help us shift. Just like I have always said, COVID happened for us, not to us. And in some ways it did happen to us, but that's a whole different podcast. When things happen for us, then we can look into it deeply and we can search out for the lessons. We can seek the learning. And I feel like these children who are coming in as light children, who are sensitive beings, who are highly empathic, who don't eat animals, who are very connected to spirituality and they're very connected to the spirit realm, 
They're very connected to nature and animals. They prefer to be in their own safe environments. These are the children that are here to create the greatest amount of shifting and changing on the planet. We haven't seen this in quite a long time and, and we're seeing it now. And I feel like it is such valuable learning. So it brings me to my own household right now, my own situation. And I can only share from my own perspective, as you know. And so I do that. I try to do it in a sensitive way. And I try to do it with really honesty because there's no use in having a podcast if I'm not being honest and transparent. That's the only way it works. Um, That's the only way I can share my experiences. One of the things that I was guided to understand with these children coming in is that they are not going to fit into the paradigm of a regular school system. They don't match up energetically or vibrationally. And I look back to my oldest, my oldest and my older children, and I think how much better, how much easier would their life have been had I not tried to fit them into the box of a traditional school setting? Had I taken the steps to really honor the nudge to homeschool them? Now, granted, I don't beat myself over, self over the, up over that because, you know, I had a full-time job, I had insurance, I had benefits, I had bills to pay, I had a job, I had an income, and had I walked away from all that, at the time, I wasn't very spiritually connected and I didn't know how to manage that. I didn't know how to manifest a different life for my children, for my family, and so I kept them in school. And I kept trying to fit them into the box. And it's no longer a huge regret. For a while, I felt very guilty about that. It was part of my learning. But now, going forward, I can look at the school system and think, that is not what I want for my child. I don't want to fit him into a box. I want him to learn organically. And I want him to acquire knowledge very authentically. And I want him to look at his own interests and that's what we're going to dive into. And so that's a big thing. So homeschooling is really a big piece of educating these light children, working with them in small groups, keeping them out of the, um, the harsh environment sometimes of public school. And I'm not saying that all public schools are harsh environments, but for children who are highly sensitive, it can be rough. I was highly sensitive as a child and school was tough. doesn't mean I wasn't successful, but it does mean that there was a lot of anxiety that went along with that. So if you are parenting a child or a young child, or maybe you are a grandparent watching young children, you know, your grandchildren, um, I'm going to invite you to just try on the idea of homeschooling for a while. What I am discovering, and my little guy is still quite young and doesn't even have to be in school at this point, but what I am discovering is that he came onto the planet programmed to learn. He came onto the planet to take in knowledge and to seek out the knowledge where he where his interests lie. I also am learning again and again and again that he needs to feed off of my energy. And if my energy is scattered, he's scattered. Most of these light children are highly empathic, which means they are picking up on 
the um, energy levels and the frequencies and um, the anxieties and everything of the people around them. And there's a quote that I'd like to share with you today. It's from St. Francis de Sales. And that was um, the Montessori that I went to years ago, uh, which I always find interesting. I look back to how I started. But the quote is this, never be in a hurry. Do everything quietly and in a calm spirit. Do not lose your inner peace for anything whatsoever, even if your whole world seems upset. And I feel like that is my life right now. I am constantly trying to maintain a sense of evenness, a sense of equilibrium, because when my world is upset, my inner peace is disturbed, so is my little guy's. Because he feels my energy. If I'm in a hurry, he feels the, the push. He feels the rush. If I'm doing things quietly and calmly, I can look over at him out of the corner of my eye and know that he's feeling calm and he's feeling still. And, and he can focus because I'm not distracting him on his journey. And so I truly, truly believe that these light children are here for very purposeful reasons. I think that we have to make decisions out of great love for our kids. We want to really provide them with an environment that nurtures them, nurtures their greatest gifts and their challenges. And we have to figure out how to do that and do it in a really authentic way. Uh, I have just been studying and really diving into the idea of light children. I did a survey when I was still living in Charleston um, and I handed it out to a whole bunch of homeschooling parents. I have those results. Um, I have their answers to the questions that I posed and the answers are amazing because children are highly sensitive. And in fact, most children under the age of 18 fall in this category. And here's the thing. Here's the dividing line. Here's the division. If you have, if you are a child under the age of 18 and you have highly sensitive parents or a parent, you are going to be given permission to continue being highly sensitive. If you are highly sensitive and you have a parent who is not real evolved and doesn't understand empathy and doesn't understand being empathic, you are going to be pushed to become part of the world that says, don't be empathic. You're going to be pulled into the environment that pushes you to leave those sensitivities behind. I watch it every day. And I also see two, three, and four-year-olds who are so connected. They see guides. They see spirits. They play with spirit beings. They're content in nature. They connect to all the animals. They do all of these things because they are still so close to spirit form. And then the older they get, the more and more they lose it. They leave that side of them behind because they don't have parents nurturing that. As a parent, to you as a parent, I'm going to say, nurture that sensitive side. Handle them with kid gloves when they are talking about their invisible friends. Ask them what they did before they came onto the planet. Where did they live? Before you came here to live with mommy and daddy, where did you live? The answers will astound and amaze you. I'm not even kidding. 
Um, it's amazing what children know and what they learn and what they gravitate toward. If left to their own devices or if left to just be close to the state in which they came onto the planet. And I just feel compelled to record this podcast today about light children because I'm watching it daily in my own life. I'm watching it with friends. I'm watching it with family members. If you have a children, a, a child or you are watching children or you have a grandchild who is sensitive, who's empathic, who's cautious about what he or she eats, um, they can communicate with angels or spirits on the other side. They prefer small groups. They don't like loud noises. They become very overwhelmed when they get out in you know large gatherings. These are all signs of very sensitive children. Do you, uh, do you have a, again, do you have a child that loves to be in the grass or in nature that will sit in, under a tree and read a book or connect to flowers or watch the bees? Um, is your child so content to sit out in the garden or smell flowers or anything that really shows you a sensitive side? I believe our job is to nurture that. It's to nurture that sense of connection to the earth, to planets, to to animals, to other beings. Whatever you see in your child as a strength, as a, as a connection point, dive into that. Really foster that sense of self, that sense of um, sensitivity. I love this topic because one, I've watched it over the years. For 31 years, I have been watching children develop and learn and grow. I've been paying attention to what upsets kids, what calms them down. I love, for that reason, I love kids yoga and mindfulness and meditation because children are so attuned. They're so aligned to moving their body, to breathing, to meditation, to being still. Kids are so connected. It's so easy for them to connect to the earth. Have you ever watched a kid in the sand sit and just watch their feet, their toes wiggling in the sand? They're so connected. And because of that, we as parents and grandparents and caregivers have to foster that connection. I just solely, truly believe in this idea of light children and what they're here to do. And they are raising the vibration of the planet. And they are raising the vibration of all the people around them. Spend some time with a light child for a while. I've seen it in teenagers recently who are so insightful they are so intuitive and maybe you know some of these kids and if you know them i would encourage you to have real conversations with them real conversations about things that matter because nine times out of ten if you open a subject or a topic about something that really matters you're going to be amazed totally amazed at what you find and kids know Kids know when someone's taking them seriously and when someone is diving into their interests from a sense of really caring, kindness, compassion. So there are a lot of books about light children. There are a lot of books out there about sensitive kids. And 
I believe this topic is coming forward today for a reason. I was guided to talk today about light children. Uh, I know in my own life, in my own family, in my own little corner of the world, how children come onto the planet has been a big topic. What they eat, how they adjust to earth life, how they feel in their bodies, how they react to the public. It's all part of being a sensitive human being. And I think our job is to nurture that, not to squash it, not to squish it out of them, but to nurture it and to help them evolve into sensitive adults instead of pushing aside the sensitivity part and then just helping them grow into an adult. Our job is to nurture that whole child. There's a lot to this topic. There's a lot to think about. I'm going to link some books that I have read over the past few years from, um, well, from a variety of sources, but some things that I've read that have really resonated with me that I will pass along. And if the topic calls to you, and obviously if you're not involved with a lot of children, this topic may not be for you. But if it is for you, or if you know someone it would resonate with, I encourage you to share it, pass it on, send them the podcast link. Because we are here in this time, space, reality to really raise these children up. And not just help them grow and, and, you know, become adults, but to lift them up in a way of honor and respect for who they are, who they came onto the planet being, and who they're becoming. I just feel so strongly about this. If you are raising a light, child, child, a light child or you have children in your life and you can see these qualities, I would encourage you to tune in, to really pay attention to them, offer them respect, kindness, compassion, love, and help them along the journey. It is not an easy journey to be a sensitive child in today's world. In fact, it can be pretty darn tough. I've watched it with my own kids. I've watched it with students in my classroom over the years. And there are a lot of really special light children out here right now. And they are in need of support. So if you are listening to this and it resonates, then you know you're in the right place. And and you know who you are. You know who you are. And I hope it makes sense. So I wanted to share that about light children today. Know that the guides have been giving me a lot of information, a lot of little downloads over the past several years for my own learning. And I feel like maybe it's time to start sharing some of that on here so that those of you who are raising light children, we can band together and raise our children up in community. I feel that's really important. Before I close today's podcast, I want to let you know that there is an event coming for the Sylvan Well. It's October 15th. It is beginning at 11 and it ends at 4. We are having a Sylvan Saturday and it's basically a mindful retreat day. We have a yoga class, which will be a very beginning movement, stretching, tune into your body kind of class. We'll have a lunch. We'll have a breathing time. We'll have some walking meditation time. Um, I'm missing something, but there's something else in there. It's $65 for the day. And I would love to have you join me if you are in this um, Huttonsville, West Virginia area. It will be an awesome, quiet, peaceful, mindful kind of day in among the changing leaves and the fall weather. You can find more about that at thesylvanwell.com. If you're interested in my work, my services, it's lisa-renee.com. I'll link those things in the show notes. And like I said, I will link some books on light children as well in case that topic really resonates with you. 
Know that I am sending you so much love and so much light for a beautiful weekend. And I hope all is well in your world. So we will talk soon. Thanks for listening. And again, if this podcast resonates, please like it, subscribe to it. And if you feel so called, share it with a friend. Happy Friday and have a great weekend.